point when you uh, when you were younger and you were sick, did you just uh, decide that like this is your sick food for when you get older? You know what I mean? Oh, when I was really little, I just made sandwiches. You when you're sick, you have sandwiches. I get pissed off that I'm sick, and at a certain point, I decide I don't care anymore, hmm. and I'm not going to be sick anymore. And I make a big sandwich. No way. I used to call them either the Scooby sandwich or the Pongo sandwich. Pongo sandwich was just bologna and cheese. Ooh. Scooby sandwich was whatever in the kitchen I could use to make it really tall. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I actually, I get that a little bit. I, um, when I was younger, my, uh, my mom always could kind of gauge how sick I was getting. Uh, first, first wave was, um, I guess I have like, I don't know. I, my head got really sensitive. So my, I would always say when I was younger, uh, my mom, my hair hurts. So she'd be like, shit, he's actually sick. But then she knew it was trouble time when I'd be like, I'm not hungry. And she was like, fuck, okay. Now he's going to start like really having a rough time. We're going to need medicine. We're going to need all this stuff. So growing up, it's funny. I've noticed when I get sick, even as an adult, I will, I will start pounding food because it's like I still have an appetite. And I'm just going to start slamming food like while I still have an appetite to make sure I still have it. And then I'm like, it's almost like eating to the point where I'm like, am I still hungry? Can I still eat? Am I okay? Because I'm always worried the moment I hit the point where I'm not hungry, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm in, I'm in for some shit. Honey, go get the Dayquil and the NyQuil. <laughs> so yeah, it's always, it's, it, but it's, it's just funny to me that even like growing up, uh, I, I not growing like uh, being almost thirty. I I tell Linda we recently just got sick together, and I was like, "Honey, Aww. we need to." Yeah, well, we that's sick together. That's the fun of uh being being in a one bedroom with someone. Uh, that hands down, if you get sick, you are absolutely going to get them sick. So, you know, it's just bound to happen. But I told her I was like, "All right, now that we're we're both really sick, we're gonna need fucking yellow Gatorade, yellow specifically." And uh, soup and saltines. Those are the things I eat. And I'm like, and when the cold starts going away, I do like to have some ramen. I like that you're, as a kid, Yeah. you were given these things as this is what happens when you're sick. Yeah. And you just, that's where it ended. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's what every parent gives their kid the saltines. Every parent gives their kid the, yeah. and you're just like, you never pushed forth. You're never like... <laughs> Even even to this day as an adult, like, yeah. guess no, that's what sick people get. And yeah. Linda's probably like, kids. And you're like, no, sick people. <laughs> yeah. Sick humans get this, <laughs> Because Linda. When, if my mom got sick, she'd have, like, if she was like, all right, this is what's in the house. And it would be stuff in case I got sick. So I was like, even adults. Even adults have yellow Gatorade and saltines. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah I kind of just, I don't really change. There, There is the, the big sandwich was a thing that I would do as a kid. And I still would will go just make a big sandwich. I don't always have the stuff to make a sandwich. I don't make sandwiches like I used to. Yeah. I just don't keep all of that stuff in my fridge anymore. Yeah. I pretty much, when I'm sick, I just eat the same. Yeah. But I also, I, I'm pretty good about how I eat anyway. Mm. So, like, I, I cook my own, I cook meat and I, I eat do. vegetables you and make fruits and... I do. I like making bread. <laughs> Bread's really good. I used to make bread, and then the the uh, security guards at one of my old apartment complexes, I would go down and give them fresh bread. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah. You do that. I've not, I don't think I've ever had fresh bread. Did you never have mine? Mm-mm. You stayed at that apartment. When I f- was first making a bunch yes. of bread, you, you were staying there. I while, was, yeah. 
What, did I never made any while you were there? No, you uh, you talked about it because I was actually t- I think believed it was towards the end of the time period of you being there, uh, because it was uh, later on in in college. I, that's when I was staying because that was um, I had a, my second car, which was uh, Krieg, and it was uh, it, that thing was a piece of crap. But I parked it in your garage because it had space, mm-hmm. and it was a really long walk at night. So sometimes I would just be like, "Can I sleep on your couch?" Like yeah. a, like a homeless person, and you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And looking back at it, the amount of humiliation I feel. Why? I hate, I hate that. I hate. Uh, I am like this is gonna sound bad. I I am like, you know those stereotypes. Like the girl has to wake up early in the morning and get ready before anyone sees her. Yeah, I can't stand waking up with like the drool. Like we have like, <sighs> and like looking and seeing someone already up, like f- nom flashbacks to my father. So like I couldn't stand. There's a couple times I woke up. You were already making breakfast. I was I was like I hate myself. <laughs> Get out of his living room right now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Dang. Yeah, I hated it. But you were always the you guys were the sweetest, letting me stay. And then you guys had like movie night. That's also when we watched True Detective. I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You were just staying there. Yeah. Sometimes yep. you would I, you would like bring drinks and stuff sometimes. I feel like you'd yes. get stuff from the uh, Walgreens downstairs. Yeah. Because we live right above a Walgreens, so I was in that Walgreens. I, I knew the workers at the Walgreens. I By the say. way, it wasn't just any Walgreens, for those of you listening. It was like a, like a really nice, like mega, um, basically a supermarket Walgreens. Yeah. It was uh, in, in the, I mean, this doesn't dox me because I don't live there anymore. Yeah. I don't live anywhere near it anymore. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was uh, Sunset and Vine. There's a Walgreens on Sunset and Vine in Hollywood. Yeah. And if you go there, it's the greatest Walgreens you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And oh. it has a full alcohol section. That is, you can get like a $17,000 bottle of of uh, alcohol in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually, I think I, uh, last I uh, went past it, that or they're doing like, they're for the, for the homeless problem because there's a lot of tents right in front of it now. Um, but uh, they look like they were fully closed. The, the Walgreens does? Mm-hmm. All of the windows were blacked out, and the doors had locks on them. Interesting. Yeah. And again, it might be because, like, right in front of them is a lot, because they're doing re- a construction on that side of the road. So that side of the road's been closed down, and so homeless people have entirely made that, like, an encampment. So that whole side's just done now. Probably, because there's multiple entrances. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was like. It might still have the entrance, and that's they've just turned that into, like, a wall. Yeah, because the whole front of that Walgreens is windows. Yeah. There's not real walls. Yeah. So I I hope they they block that out for the because it was a dope Walgreens that was a good time oh dude that place there's a Walgreens with sushi <laughs> like, you what don't are you talking hear about yeah, there's a know. Walgreens with sushi Let that and it's not in. just that the sushi was there yeah there were guys making the sushi yeah in the Walgreens <laughs> dude that's always good yeah that place was so that place was so crazy yeah how did we get here. <laughs> talking about being sick Speaking oh of, yeah you know what's fun I actually uh, the last time I was sick I, I wanted to watch anime and I remember that's when I crushed ReZero yeah yeah what the last dude you were sick like uh, two weeks ago you did not watch oh, ReZero yeah. that wasn't oh that, sorry ReZero was the when the time I, you watched ReZero was when I had that COVID. was a long time ago <laughs> yeah, I think that was when I had COVID that was a very long time ago <laughs> yeah what are you talking about? I feel like you've been sick three times since then, bro. First of all, it is not my fault. My fiance gets very sick a lot. I used to be I used to be good as fuck about not getting sick. Dude, at one point, I, there was this last time because you, I forget, uh, it was one of the streams. You were like, I can't do it. Yeah. 
So I did the stream. Yeah. And I was talking to Eric beforehand because I was like, I'm streaming tonight. And he's like, I thought Tage was streaming tonight. And I was like, no, Tage is sick. And Eric was just like, Tage gets sick a lot. I know. <laughs> Dude, I used to be so... Pr- how far the money... How, how far the money have fallen? It is absolutely crushing me how much... I used to I used to never get sick. Maybe once a year. And then it just started dwindling. And, you know, Linda always says, she's like, it's because you don't eat enough, eat enough garlic. I was like, you are not, not one to talk, Linda. You get sick like maybe once a month. What does eating garlic have to do with it's it? It's a whole thing. Well, that's also it's that's our culture. Is they're they're huge on the foods you eat are absolutely like like Linda was. Um, she's firmly believing that uh, the amount of garlic you eat and the amount of juice you drink is entirely related to uh, how well you can fend off sicknesses. Yeah. So I mean, it's eating to, to right. A point. Yeah, yeah. There, I think yes. it's, eating right just keeps your body like you know armed and ready for any purposes. But yes, I don't think it, like there was there was more of like a no 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 this battle specific things. I'm like no 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 it. I was like, it just makes you ready. Yeah, garlic does stuff. Garlic's yeah. good for you in different ways. But yeah. that sounds like the people who say, cut an onion in half and put it on your feet while you sleep. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a real thing. Dude, people are like, what? put the onions on your feet. Take the onions, put it on the half on your foot. Yeah. And then put a sock over it so it doesn't move while you sleep. And it'll pull the toxins out of your entire body. Yeah. I'm like, bruh, all that will do is make your feet smell like onions, dog. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Or the uh, the back in the day when there was the belief that uh, was uh, smells were, um, uh, were like the if you could smell something bad, that was sickness. Smell was like you got sickness through smell. So they used to put onions just in places, and if they rotted, which they do, if they rotted, they were like, "There's evil in this house." Mm. And they're like, "No, you just you just left an onion out, and it's summer for a long time." Yeah. I think that's just going bad, guys. But when I was a kid, so you know in movies and stuff from like the old movie, not old movies, but movies about a time period, especially Victorian and stuff like that. Yes. When they go to graves and they cover their faces. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I, had no, I hadn't been to a graveyard. Mm-hmm. You just, I just don't. Yeah. If kids go to graveyards, then there's something. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I hadn't been to a graveyard, but I had seen movies and stuff where people cover their face. I never asked about it. So my thought was, Graveyards smell like rotting bodies. <laughs> so there was one time we were going by a graveyard yeah. in a car, and I saw the graveyard, and I just threw my shirt over my face as fast as I could because I was like, "We just have those out, dude. Like, why are we just putting up places that smell like rotting human flesh?" So I'm covering my face. Yeah. And my parents are like, kind of looking at me, like, "What's going on?" Yeah. But they're not asking anything about it, and I'm not saying anything about yeah. it. I'm just like, "How is everyone else fine with this?" <laughs> How is every human on earth? I, I see people walking in the graveyard, just around, nothing covering their face. I was like, dude, what is going on? Dude. Humans freak me out. They, I, I, you know what's fun? I love that like kids will just soak in information and then it comes out later. I, I did like the same shit with, um, I, don't know, I forget where I was, but there was this documentary on the, the, the Freemasons. Oh, so, yeah, yeah dude. I want to be a Freemason so badly. <laughs> dude, I, there was this huge thing of, like, like you see, like, these squires and, like, uh, old, like, carpenters. Like, they go over, like, they have certain handshakes to tell you what uh, what uh, level of, of respect they were in, in the in the Freemasons. Like, if your finger was forward, you were a this. Yeah, if you grabbed the wrist, you were a this. And it was a whole thing. And so I'm sitting there, like, there's a secret society that we don't know anything about. And then we were driving in in uh, in my hometown at one point, and then we I see a fucking Mason Lodge. I lost it. I started screaming. I was like, Mom, they just have a building. They're, they're, in, they're in the open, Mom. And she was like, yeah, what? I was like, that's a Mason place in 
the open. She was like, yes, Tage, it's the Freemasons. I'm like, but they're in our government. And she was like, oh, (laughs) she's like, he's doing his best. Oh, no. He gathered what he could from that. She was like, like, he watched trash Discovery (laughs) Channel television. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like the filth that comes on after nine. Yeah, where they like they don't have they don't even have much proof, but they're like zooming in on paintings of people, and they're like, and it was suspected that this person was a Freemason. <laughs> the one dollar bill has a pyramid <laughs> with the all seeing eye over it. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> and it just like shows like pictures of pyramids. They're like coincidence. Like there's there's no evidence of there's no continue up of that statement. No, it's just what do you think? <laughs> and as a kid, you're like everything. I, like yeah, what? It's over. Dude, yeah. So I was blown away. And my mom, they still make fun of me to this day. We drive by. They're like, Tage, is that the Freemason Lodge? I'm like, all right, guys, I'm 30. Let's just keep driving. Just Bro, keep driving. I, I so you're not 30. Uh, I <laughs> so I'm 30. Um, I, I still so bad. Like, I, I really want to be a Freemason. Dude, I, think I don't that'd be know. so cool. I feel like I just wanted to have, I just wanted to be one to be, a, I wanted a, like my own handshake. That oh, was the entire thing. I, I thought you were about to say, I want like a dude's club. Well, yeah, I saw. I saw. I think those that's now. what Freemason is now. I thought they just were just kind of club. like a lodge of like, kind of like how like there's like committees where it's like, oh, we meet up on Wednesdays or whatever. Now I figured that it was like, oh, it's you know they they have meetings because there's a fucking lodge. I assume there's reason for it, and so they they'd go there at certain times and discuss shit. What they discuss, I don't know. Dude, I would walk in there like Nicolas Cage from National Treasure. <laughs> And they're like, Justin, we don't have that. And I'm like, oh, you don't. Wink, 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 <laughs> yeah. wink. I know. Just wait. All right, once I'm a master mason, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah we don't have to talk about it now, but yeah. it'll be there. <laughs> you're like, you're like, no, no, no. I want to be a master mason. They're like, oh, you want to like join the committee? It's like, no, no, no. I want to. I want. I want the the secret stuff. Like, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take that stuff. Yeah. Wink, wink. Like once we get there, you want a handshake? <laughs> do you want to do a handshake? <laughs> okay. You scallywag, you. I know. <laughs> you sc- yeah, you try to do like the finger thing to like have like the, like when you handshake. And they're, and they're just like, ew. Yeah, they're, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Dude, what, why'd you do that? <laughs> ew, that's so gross. Dude, that was peak comedy at one point. Do you remember oh, those? Oh, yeah, dude, just doing the, the wiggle finger inside somebody's hand. Yeah, yep. God, that was, that. wow, what a peaceful time. Well, but the wiggle finger thing was at the same time as credit carding. Yes. At the same time as just all the weird stuff. Yeah, Hornets. Yeah, was oh, dude, I Hornets. Got, Hornets was like a fight. Hornets was like, you do that to the wrong person or the quiet kid, you're going to get fought. Yeah, but, but don't do it to the quiet kid. <laughs> dude, I got you it. You do it to your I, friends. I was the quiet kid, and they did it to me. Yeah, but, you, dude, the kids in, kids in Massachusetts are out of their fucking minds, bro. <laughs> yeah, they are. They can't, you can't call somebody Columbine. Yeah. And fuck with them. Yeah, dude. That's so scary. Dude, I don't know why the fuck that that just shows the level of intelligence of the gra- of the of the classes and the grade I was in. See, there was one kid. I, I don't know if I, I think I talked about this before. Possibly there was one kid in my high school that was. He was that kid. Oh, so I befriended that kid. Smart. I'd be like, "What's up, dude? How's it going?" Like, no one would really talk to him. He was really creepy. Yeah, I think I told you about this. One day at a football game. Oh no! <laughs> I'm just in the uh, in the stands, and I see him, and I'm walking down. And I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" Because I I'd be friendly with him because mm-hmm. I didn't want to die. Yeah, naturally. And it was kind of just that. It, it wasn't a in my head. It wasn't a. He's actually going to come up and kill us all. Yeah. It was just he might snap one day, and I don't want to be somebody that he just punches for no reason. Yeah. 
but he he would wear dusters. He would always wear a duster. Oh god, god. He opened it up and had like fucking two machetes. And I was like, what? Like he freely showed them to me as a friend. Oh my. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. I was just, I was blown away. Yeah. I thought it's a good thing I've been talking to him. Yeah. It's a good thing. Dude. Put those away, please. (laughs) You need to go. Dane Cook was onto something. Damn. Just got to give him a Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. You just had to, I would just, I would talk to him as a, I just didn't want that. Flips out and then spider monkeys you. Yeah. For no a, reason. We had a duster kid. I remember a kid had a duster too. It was uh, light brown and he like wore yeah. it every time. And like he had like normal clothes under it. It's just boom, duster. So you like, you always saw it and you like, you see him and there's almost like a level of like, come on, man. Like a level of like, come on, man. Like, why are you, why are you doing this? See, dust, this is the thing. I kind of wanted a duster because when in, in high school, what do you I got? don't know how to say this because oh, you're no, going to okay. be like, what the fuck? Oh, so no. when I would wear stuff, the school would start wearing stuff. Son of a bitch. God um, damn it. But I, well, it was like a process though because my sophomore year, I started wearing Argyle sweaters during the winter mm-hmm. and I would get made fun of and we, I'd be walking from class. I just really thought Argyle sweaters were cool. I really liked how they looked. I really liked Argyle sweaters. Yeah. And they were warm so I could wear a button down underneath it mm-hmm. and sometimes a tie if I was really feeling it. And I get made fun of them. People are like, how's the golf game going for you? Uh, and then just keep just saying super stuff. Uh, lo and behold, next school year, what's the big ticket item? Every guy's wearing Argyle sweaters during yeah. the winter. Damn. Um, so then I, I really fucked with it. Mm. And I, I got a pair of like massive Reeboks with a big tongue and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I wore thick baggy pants mm. with the Argyle sweaters. People were like, what is that? And I was like, it's prankster. It's prankster. like, what? And I was like, it's preppy gangster. Wow. This is the style. So I, it was just a, it was a, no one would wear this. Mm-hmm. I just need to make sure that people are stealing, that, that people are actually just wearing stuff like me. Yeah. A little bit later, people were like, prankster. This is prankster. And they'd start wearing the- No fucking way. Yeah. They even took the name. Yeah. It you became be. prankster. Do you so get any of the moments where, like, someone's trying to tell you about their style? Yes. You fucking sons of bitches. There was an underclassman who was like, oh, you like this? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, you little piece of shit. Yeah. I was like, you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea. He was, like, two years younger than me. I was like, bro, Dude. you're really trying. Damn. Yeah, I, uh... When it comes to like fashion of any sense, I just I cringe at what I used to wear. I'm talking like parachute pants, like jeans, and like not like stylishly parachute because like that was kind of in, um, like it was definitely out, but it was it wasn't, it, it still was in people's wardrobes. Was big clothes, baggy stuff. Um, but I just did it because I didn't want to know my size when I went whenever I went school shopping. Like my grandma took me, and I was like, I don't know, I'm a 36. No, you're not. Yeah, so I just got 36s. My grandma was like, you sure? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And she was like, all right, growing boys, I don't fucking know. And so she gave them to me, and then I wore, and I'm the first year of school, I fuck, I can't believe I wore this. It was a puke green sweater. I'll show you that thing. That thing is disgusting. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was like green, but with blotches of dark brown and blotches of yellow. No shot. It was the color of puke, and I thought it was ironically hilarious. Okay. Well, see, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get at with the, with the Argyle sweaters and stuff. Yeah. I like dusters. Mm-hmm. I think dusters are cool, mm-hmm. but nobody wears dusters because of this weird reputation they have with 
strange people. Yeah. And I think somebody just needs to come along and wear a duster mm-hmm. and get that flack for a little while. Yeah. Cause I did like you just wear something you like and you start getting flack for it. If it's different. Yeah. And then if you just rock it yep. and you don't care mm-hmm. after a little bit, people are going to be like, you know, what looks really cool that what they don't realize is the, the attitude looks cool. Yeah. You not, you just liking what you're wearing looks cool. How you deport yourself while you're wearing something that you feel good in looks cool. Yeah. I That's agree. the thing that looks cool. So yeah. then people start seeing you feeling good in what you're wearing and they start to want to wear it too because they also want to, f- they like, want to feel yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I never felt good in any of the clothes I wore still to this day. So <laughs> damn bro. Yeah. Dude. yeah I, I need to feel cool in hats. I, I do. I do love hats. I didn't think I, I, for a long time, I was like, no, I hate hats because my dad wore a hat every day. And I was like, no, I don't, I'm not a hat guy. Look at me now. Dude, you're only a hat guy. Yeah. I wake up hat. Yes. Yep. yep. I have hat for different occasions. Do hats do to you what like socks do? You know, when you wear tall, like socks that go up to your calf mm-hmm. and then you take the sock off at the end of the day and your hair on your leg hurts. Oh yeah. Do yep. hats do that to you? Yeah. At all? Yep. Yep. Uh, I actually haven't uh, haven't been recently because my work I don't get to wear a hat so it's kind of like uh, most of my days I don't um, but uh, after like our 10 hour streams and I'm wearing the same hat oh yeah peel that baby off ow yeah yep. I wonder if it's kind of like because the hair is just in the follicles on your skin mm-hmm. so if you I mean say you had like a full body suit on oh. for an extended period of time yeah then it'd be everything would hurt and you would just want to rip your skin off Jesus yeah down to the bone damn Oh yeah, like uh, like a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That was good. All right. Uh, oh, it's gone now. It's fucking gone now. We're gonna get into ske- the anime uh, I chose today. I can't. I like that. That was good. You just had to. C- you monster. <laughs> Carefully crafted. That was so good. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and as per usual, I gotta kill any segue. Um, we're watching uh, Skeleton Knight. Uh, this one received uh, received like a seven on Mal, uh, and I'm not gonna lie the the description was kind of generic isekai. So we'll see we'll see the what this what this baby's got. You used the term overlord at one point when talking about it, so I think it's you know we'll see uh, what it brings to That's the table. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, because I mean every every isekai now every isekai not oh. Every isekai now warmed up. Damn it! I knew it was coming. I was like, "Don't slip up one more time." Uh, nowadays, has to have like kind of a niche, like we were talking about before. So let's see. Uh, I hope the entire niche is not just skeleton. Yeah. So you know, here we go. All right. All right. What are we doing? <laughs> Two seconds in, dude. What a what a way to start. Why did they give that child girl such a thick butt? Dude, I didn't even look. Dude, go back. No, dude. Why am I doing this? Why did you convince me to go back? You're gonna it's unbelievable what they did <laughs> on that frame, bro. <laughs> Just look at the right side of the screen. Okay. 
What the fuck? Tage, why did they do that? Holy shit. Dude, they drew, they're like, okay, so what's your character model? Seven-year-old. <laughs> and then one dude's like fucking double-cheeked up on a Thursday fucking afternoon. Dude, That's so crazy that they did that. Crap, dude. That's what this is now. Yeah, just got sprinkled. Our in. podcast is just pointing out when 3D occurs. <laughs> Doubt he's a skeleton. How is his stomach making noise? Oh, it's magic. Huh. You're gonna regret that later. No, please don't. You're gonna regret what you just said later. No, dude, no. You're gonna regret that. No, I'm sorry. Ooh, ooh, little, little 3D. <laughs> Little. <laughs> They're still in 3D. Oh shit, they're going big. No way. How do you let things get as far as yeah, they did? Dude, I was just about to say, I'm like, this is this escalates a lot and he doesn't intervene. Don't you dare put that on this helmet. Don't you <laughs> yeah. dare show the cute cheek marks on a helmet. <laughs> so he can just eat and drink all this, huh? So he can just eat and drink all this, huh? So he can just eat and drink all this, huh? There's a plushie of the little fox guy. That's the fucking cutest. Because he wasn't cutest. in the show today. That was adorable. I don't know about that. I loved it. Pandering. Give it to me. Pandering. Pander me completely, as long as it's that cute. Damn. I don't like that phrase. Why? Pander me completely? Pander me completely? <laughs> yeah, dude. Bro, it sounds like it sounds like a lewd Shania Twain song. <laughs> Doesn't it? Dude, it sounds like if Shania Twain was making song for porn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed it. That was not I uh I thought the I'm glad the skeleton thing was kind of like like a cute little a- element added to it. I thought like from the description of that whole thing, I thought they were like, no, this is gonna be the entire thing. But it seems like a pretty good I don't know, like it I don't know. Seemed like a nice little world. The title of the show. Yeah. Like, no, but like it's I called don't know. Skeleton Night. It didn't seem like, at least to me, it wasn't. It it didn't seem like that was the only kick to the show. It seems like there's going to be a lot more with that pink-haired girl. Um, and it seems I'm I'm assuming with the the royalty of the girl that they saved, there's going to be a big element there. Leverte. Yeah, Leviate. Yeah. Church it up. Yeah, a little Harry Potter in there. Leviate. What? Yeah, dude. You thought that first one that she did was Harry Potter? Yeah, uh, easy. No. Yes. That was like that was like a bad Napoleon movie. How dare you? I'm trying to. I'm just trying to explain to you. <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to let you know how many people you think would be very pissed off if they were brought into the the video game they were playing mm-hmm. and had to be the character that they made. Oh, dude, me. Why would you be pissed off? Wouldn't you be stoked about being a chick? Yeah, one of the games I play for sure. But if it was any of like some of the other games I play and I got brought in, I'd be like, fuck, Damn, here we go. Yeah, you realize, like he did, because he, re- he looked at himself and he's like, fuck, oh, I chose Skeleton. Shit. I was fucking around. This yeah. is like my fourth playthrough. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. I just think that there's a lot of people who would get sucked into the world. They'd, they'd obviously forget. You're in a new world, so you're looking around at new things. Yeah. Even if it's the game that you're playing and you kind of understand the world of the game, you're looking around at it and you're like, dang, this is amazing. This is crazy. You would completely forget that you're probably the character that you made in the character creation screen. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, almost everyone who plays Dark Souls, I fucked. Was, I was thinking They're that fucked. exact same thing. Yeah, because they made the slimiest, grossest monster yeah. they possibly could. I don't know what that is. There's a huge thing. on like Every streamer or content creator is like playing a, a FromSoft game. 
sliders. Here we go, all the way. Give and they they find it the funniest shit they've ever seen. And yeah. I'm like, all right, guys, this was this. It's not. It's about as funny as uh, the first time you did it. Yeah. Like, well, on. that's that's also when it comes to streaming. That's yeah. for. Yeah, that's it's for, for the, the lols. It's yeah. for the content. But there's a lot of the Dark Souls YouTuber people, mm-hmm. and you see their crazy character because this is the 75th time they've played Dark yeah, Souls. That's true. So at this point, they're just like, "Fuck it!" I made my first. I made the cool character the first seven times I played. Yeah, I'm done with that. I have a, I have a big habit of uh, I like to make characters that are from other things into the game. That's all I do. I love that. That's so much fun to me. I, I remember the first time I ever did it was um, Kingdoms of Amalur. If you ever played that game, we played it. Yeah, and then it was um, I made Terry Crews. Oh, first time I ever played whoa, it. we yeah. go very differently on the, the people <laughs> yeah. that we make. Well, no, this it's not like always, but I, I that time I remember I was like going through the selections, and all of a sudden I was like, that dude looks identical to Terry Crews. So I just made him, and I was like, this is this is the best fucking. It's like I've, I've cast Terry Crews in a fucking medieval fantasy movie. I'm like it's fantastic. I'm awesome. just running around. Yeah, see, I do book characters that I love. That's cool. I made uh, I've done I've done book characters before. As you, oh, what games have you done that in? Because I feel like it kind of. It, I usually try to fit it to the it's game. Like every game. <laughs> oh damn! I whenever I can make my own character, I make a book character. So there's a lot of times if I feel like in Dark Souls three, my first character that I ever played as through Dark Souls three was Aragorn. Nice. Uh, because I wanted that to be the story. I wanted to be saving the world. I wanted to be the person who would do the the things that were necessary, not the things that people thought were good. Yeah. Uh, then I also made Severian. Mm-hmm. Wait, from, and you said Dark Souls? In Dark Souls, I also made Severian. Okay. I've made Severian in a lot of games mm. because Severian, he's from a book by Gene Wolfe, a book series by Gene Wolfe called The Book of the New Sun series, Tetralogy. It's a four-book series. Okay. And he is from this guild of people that he's an executioner. He's from the Executioner's Guild. And he, as a character, he's very much, I just do what I need. Yeah. That's it, the the morality of the book is completely up in the air. It's just what's necessary for him to move forward. Hmm. So I make him a lot because hmm. that's just what seems like it'll be good. I can I can do almost anything. I can be very good or I can be very bad as long as I get the ends to my means. Then Severian is is uh, fulfilled. That's helpful for the character, like kind of like being in games and having their own kind of choice thing that you can kind of flip flop. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot. A lot of them. I just made Moonbrita in one of them. Yeah, dude. There recently. you go. Yeah, yeah Moonbrita in that. Hell yeah. But yeah, it's uh, most games where you make the character. I think right now, in uh, Dragon's Dogma, mm-hmm. I've I have a few separate characters that I've been playing as. Okay. And they're all different book characters again. Yeah. I uh I remember the first time I played Dark Souls three. I made uh, which he was my end game character was Ned Stark. Yeah, I mean, I him. remember we were playing. It was Aragorn yeah. and Ned Stark were together. Yeah, because then you even said, and I was like, "Fuck, that would have been way better if I named him Boromir." That would, that would, same actor, better, better character would have been way more fitting. Because my idea was that he got when that when he when he passed away. There's no fucking spoilers. Isekai. Yeah, you were Isekai. Yeah, I was Isekai into Game of Thrones, and I was like, "This is so dope." But I was like, "That would have been way fucking cooler if it was Aragorn and Boromir." Like here we go again. Like yeah. that would have been so cool. That'd been dope. Yeah, but yeah, I made him, uh, and then I made a, I made a few other characters. But uh, I, most of the time, I, I, I have an addiction to making characters. I just love to make new characters. And every time I play like a Fallout or anytime there's a, a good character creator, just the amount of times I'll make someone, and then 
maybe get through the tutorial, give up, and be like, all right, cool, I did what I needed. I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I can make this. Yeah. There's not many. There's not, I usually play as a chick unless there's like a specific thing I want to do, like the Ned Stark thing. But uh, there's only I, I only know one game that has made me play a guy was Mass Effect 3. Because two, of, sorry, two. Because of Miranda. Yes. Yep. yep. Halfway through that game, and then I Googled. I was like, wait a minute. Can I can I be with Miranda? And they were like, no, sorry, she only prefers males. I was like, all right, start the game over. <laughs> so let's get this going again. <laughs> I chose one of the presets. I didn't even change his face. I was like, preset. Dang. I changed his hair color. I was like, it's do you, fucking do you have a specific blonder. Rolodex of who you make? Uh, yeah. Oh wait. Oh wait. What do you mean? Oh, like of characters in general? Yeah. Like when you go into a game, it's you're. I know that you're usually going to be like, okay, so this is. Uh, um, What's that girl's name? Oh Jesus! Mia uh, Khalifa. You usually make so you make Mia Khalifa <laughs> in a game. You make. Uh, yeah, dude, I was. Um, <laughs> I make porn stars. Yeah, so you have that Rolodex because my Rolodex is Aragorn, Severian, <laughs> Dalinar, uh, Adeline. Like mine are are from Stormlight Archives, Lord of the Rings, Book of the New Sun series. Yeah, and uh, mine are Alexis Texas, Jada Stevens, Remy Lacroix, Mandy Muse, and uh, yeah, Mia Khalifa. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Literally, in one of our longest running Divinity games, my character's Remy Lacroix. Damn it. <laughs> I totally forgot that. Yeah, what dude, I and mine's, mine's Dwalin, I think. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, there, but there's nothing better than when we made. Uh, what was it in the. um. Yeah, was a fan that RPG game that was like so realistic, but you're not the main characters. You're some random Slim Dang. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Outworld or something like that. Yeah, I made Deshaun and you made Slim. Slim Dang. Dang yeah, <laughs> those two <laughs> were the funniest fucking two. Di- like we were like, they're we're, just let's make these trying to survive. <laughs> let's make like they isekai the wrong dudes. We're just two random like fucking. Just, uh, just dunk. Yeah, like not, not doesn't know anything about fantasy. Doesn't know anything about any of this shit. Thrown into this world, and I'm like the yeah, fuck. Yeah, because there's the pistol shrimp. Remember the pistol shrimp are like the strongest <laughs> enemies in the yeah. world. So one of us would die to a pistol shrimp, get one shot. Yeah, like say you go down to a pistol shrimp, and then Slim Dang is just doing his best. Yeah. to get to the body and not die and <laughs> sprint away as fast as he can. Yeah, just eating bread over and over and over and over. Over again. Dude, I remember like that game was I mean, the entire the only way you could ever beat something was one of you had to be bait and the other one had to just beat the shit out of it was while it wasn't looking. Yeah, That's all you could. Dude, hope one for. of the weirdest things about that game, they're like, okay, super realistic. What's one of the big realistic things you do? You have to take your backpack off before you start a fight. Yep. Every time you go into a fight, you got to toss your backpack to the ground. Yeah. Or, or you're so slow and you lose your stamina oh, so quickly. Oh, yeah, you are, you like, are basically bruh. already dead. Yeah. Yeah. I just never – and it's it's really hard to re-find your backpack. Yeah. Yep. And I love that, like, they're always like – they're like, oh, the traps in that game are just – like, they're so OP. It's like, have you ever tried making a trap in that game? It takes forever and so many resources. How much do you want me to grind so that I can beat one thing for mm-hmm. the love of God? And then to go from diff- to different areas. I know people who have never played out. It's outward. Outward. Outward, yeah. yeah. People who haven't played outward are like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. But if you want to go from one biome to the next, they, they look at you in the face and they say, no, you have to have traveler's rations. Yeah, because you're traveling to the next place. Specifically traveler's. You, can't, you can have all the foods you want. Yep. If you don't have 
three traveler's rations, which, by the way, if you go to buy a traveler's ration, it's it's two of them cost a house. <laughs> so you, you need to yeah. make traveler's rations, and they're just so hard to do. Yeah, and give by the way, just so to give you an idea, two of those rations equal what, as Justin said, was a house. At the beginning of the game, they're like, Here, you have to make a house payment or we take the where you live and you're homeless from now on. They give you five in-day, in-day games. In game days. In game days, and they they're like, you got this many days to make that much money. So again, it gives you the idea. You're like, all right, so money isn't easy to come by here. And then you look at anything in the shops. It's so hard. To, you can't buy shit. You have to. You have to know. Okay, I'm gonna be the backpack guy. Yeah. We're gonna pool our money together. I'll I'm get a backpack. backpack guy. You're gonna be the guy that puts down the thing that we can make potions in. Let's go. Yep. Like we cannot, it's this does not work out. Yeah, I remember at one point so hard. we went to go play it again, and you kind of like, well, I mentioned playing it again, and you were like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I love hard games, but I like if you know the game was hard for a payoff or you know hard to be fun. But that game's just hard. Yeah, I like when the game plays hard. Yeah, I don't like when it's you have to overcome the fight. Yeah, I don't like it when it's just. All right, so you're always thirsty, you're always hungry, you're always sick, you never have money, it's impossible. Yeah. Go. Yeah, and the, the combat, sluggish. Enemies can kick the shit out of you. Yeah. What's that next place you you have to go to for the story? It's a desert? Okay, you can't run through the desert without literally being so thirsty that you're going to die. You only have one water skin. Yeah. Go. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, Do your so, best. What the hell? You didn't make four more water skins to prepare for a place you'd never no, been in? No, you didn't. I always had to give <laughs> you my water. Yeah. Dude. I always had to give you my water. I should have yeah. let you perish. You should have. Then you would have had to go get me. No, I would have just played the game by myself. My, my screen's just ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been like, bro, here we go. This is just me. This is just me now. The meanest co-op partner ever. It's like, I don't know, man. You, you fucked up. You should have got water. <laughs> um, I can't be here to take care of you all the time, Tage. Damn. Yeah, that would have that that was brutal. That game was vicious. It was. Yeah. Oh, I'll turn it on easy. If that was a is that an option? I don't know. Yeah. Don't but know. yeah, I was just like like dark when people talk about Dark Souls, mm-hmm. like Dark Souls, oh so punishing, so hard, so impossible. Oh my gosh. You just learn it. And yeah. you're good. Yeah. It doesn't... I really don't like... I really, really, really don't like food and water gauges in games. Yeah. They make me so angry. I like... I mean, I like survival games, so it, it's not something that I'm... Cause I, I love, uh, like, uh, The Forest, for any of those who've ever played that one. That one's a fun one. Um, but... I don't know, I like uh I like kinda having nothing and then having to like build stuff, but I think it's the building things that I like, which I'm is fine funny with building. I, I don't care for Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like the I don't I don't know, the food and the water thing have never been something that's ever bothered me. So but it is not something that I'm like, God, I can't I can't wait to see their their food thing in the game. Like it's not something that it, I've ever thought the of. The moment I see a gauge, it's like this is you need to drink. Like, yeah. I'm just going to put the game down. Damn. I'm just not going to get that game. No. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, food and water stuff really annoys. Really, it really takes the piss out of me. I yeah. really don't like it. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> like, they uh, they tried to element, they tried to uh, do the whole thing when Red Dead, the new one, um, what they were like, oh, yeah, you can, like, drink and eat and stuff. And they're like, do you have to? No. Like, Fuck, no one did it. Like, no one did it. I the, I the only thing, a buddy of mine. Whenever we played Red Dead, every time we'd start a sesh, we just because uh, you can have coffee in the game. It did. It did something. I don't fucking know. I never checked the buffs, but I always started a sesh off. Walk over to the campsite, made a coffee. I was like, "We're gonna go hunting." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, 
I'm gonna need this cup. It's gonna be a long day. Yeah, that's. I would do that in Final Fantasy 15. I would. I would plan out what dishes I was gonna eat for supper, and then I'd plan out what dishes I was gonna okay. eat for all the different stuff. That's different because that was one for all cooking for the boys, and the the food looked so good. But it was also depending on what you were going to do. Yeah. If you knew that you were going to be doing boss battles the next day, if you knew you were going to be doing X, Y, or Z, you would plan out your food based on that. Yeah. So you would know what buffs you were going to get, what they were going to do for you, how they were going to help you as you progressed. Monster Hunter has an element like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that kind of food. When you eat for that kind of stuff, I'm Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. But the fact that in these freaking games, dude, when you have to eat and drink (laughs) in these games... Tage doesn't drink for weeks on end. <laughs> yeah. The people in the games, if they don't drink for five minutes, they're like, ah, parched. Yeah. We'll die. Yeah. Shut up, yeah. bro. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody needs to eat and drink that way. Damn. Like, oh, the, the, the eating and drinking makes it so much more realistic. Oh, really? 30 minutes of not eating makes you die? No. <laughs> not true. Not true. False. I can go a week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to, but I could. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I'm trying to think of like other elements that had like food, but not necessity. Because I guess yeah. Uh, that being said, I think um, this uh, I I didn't notice a lot of video game things in this one because the thing that you hate in in isekai uh, stuff that because I was thinking of like the kind of element of the food mechanics. There wasn't many video game elements of like screens or pop ups and stuff yet in this anime. But this, see, but that's the thing. This is a video game. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you wouldn't mind the screen? I don't care. It's already established. It's a video game. Yeah. Okay. If the isekai is a video game, I do not care mm-hmm. because I appreciate that they're sticking with what it is. It's a video game. Yeah. So if it has the video game elements in it and the person's stuck in a video game, I don't. That's completely fine. Yeah. It's when it's not supposed to be a video game, and now they have the video game stuff. That's what doesn't make any sense to me. And it will pull me out. Yeah. It honestly will. If yeah. it's just supposed to be a fantasy world and they bring down a drop down menu, yeah. like get pull your thumb out. <laughs> get the fuck pull out your of thumb here. out, bro. Yeah, I can't dude. do it. Yeah. Cause I thought there was a fair bit of video game stuff, especially in the beginning hmm. when he started talking about his build. He was like, Oh, oh I remember yeah. now I was doing this and this, so I was going through this. I needed to get through this and this and this so I could get to the holy night because I already have Magecraft done. I need monk next. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mainly meant like screens and carrying stuff because he had to load shit on the horse, which is nice. Yeah. I like that. It might actually not end up being, maybe it just is the world that the video game was in and not actually yeah. a video game. Don't know yet, but. Um, I mean, maybe because he, he has to, he like does the moves, which, you know, that is a thing that he, he had to recognize that it was Wyvern Slash and then he, he had to do it. So maybe there is more video game elements they'll add in. Or not. Or not, yeah. Or fuck that it. could just be magic. He could that's just, true. he knows that that's the attack he has, so he uses the magic that it is. That he being, went and he used Fire Blast and everything too. Yeah, to get rid of the bodies to make it so that they uh, they would go back into the, the dirt. Well, I was talking about the first time he tried it when he did it to a tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I will say there was a charm to it. I kind of get, I understand why there, where there's like a, a positive review on it. And there was a, there was a harsh intro. That yeah, was a, that was a, that was a lot. That was like almost as bad as the end of season two with Sword Art. Bad. That was pretty close. He could have stepped in a little earlier. When we found out three quarters away through the episode that he was watching from before the guys even had their hands on the girls. Yeah. Okay, bro. 
Yeah. He could have done something else. I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Maybe he gets attacked by orcs behind and he can't jump in yet. I was like, that sucks. That like, you know, that because he killed one orc, maybe the others are pissed about it. He's distracted. He's trying to, he has to finish off like four or five orcs and jump back in to save him. Nope. He was just cut back to him. He's like, hmm, it's going to be like PVP elements. There's a lot of them. I don't know if I can take all of them. Like, dude, you yeah, you won slot like you won fucking slashed an orc. Yeah, he's eight foot stupid with like the biggest armor possible on. He even acknowledged right when he came in, he was like, "Oh, I have that Ultima God weapon." It's like, dude, you if you know you have even if you only had Cattle one of bottled. those things, yeah, if you only had one of those, if they, like the armor or that badass weapon, if that was me, I'd be like I'm jumping in there at least to help out for the love of God. Dude, if I have no weapons, I'm jumping. In. <laughs> You're like, I'm as bare bones as those guys. I'm jumping in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I'm getting a few good swings in. And that's why All Might would give you his hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would not. I would not have jumped in. I would need an element because I'd be you like, You wouldn't hey, have jumped in? Yeah. No, I, I would have I would have tried to help, of course, but I'm I'm one hundred percent aware I'm about to be as as useless as the girls in the situation. Oh yeah, I'm about to be that useless too. There's yeah. like seven of those guys. Yeah. But I gotta try. Oh yeah, you can't. Yeah, like I'm fight the one dude who looks like he's gonna be the weakest has the weakest jaw. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting him first and taking <laughs> his weapon. He's like, I like to think that he's not like the bosses over there. Obviously, the bosses are more yoked than everyone else, and like you know they're doing their thing. You're a little bit away. You're like, hey. They turn around and you just rock one of the henchmen that's like ten feet away. Just obliterate that dude's ma- like face. You're just like, yeah. Eh, there you go. Rip that's that what's gonna out. happen to you soon. Oh no, I'm doing it so I take his weapon. I'm doing oh, that so I have a weapon. You, oh, I thought I'm you were knocking just that to dude to the freaking ground. No, if I'm going to prove a point, I'm skull bashing the the leader. <laughs> yeah. I'm immediately going crown of the te- crown of the uh, forehead to crown of the forehead. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets knocked out looks like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I want to I want to make them afraid mm-hmm. that I just took out their guy, their leader. Yeah, I think I would. My first reaction would be uh, to try to like pick up a rock. And like as heavy as I can, like try to run up on the on the big dude. He's obviously distracted, and hope to God I can get there in time to hit him. You're about to accidentally crush the girl's head. I know. Head with a that's rock. what I thought. I was like, I'm gonna have to hold it and not drop it on him. I'm gonna have to just try to hit it against his head. Yeah. But there was also like four or five dudes around, so I'm, pro- I'm probably just gonna get that's captured why you need and a beat up. That's yeah. why you hit the dude. The, the the smallest guy <laughs> the smallest and you take his weapon. One. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just Smart like move. it's just like nature. Yeah. Oh, the wolves don't go after the biggest and the baddest of gazelles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They go after the runt in the back, possibly with a hurt leg. Yep. Or the child who can't keep up. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's the one that you go after. Yeah. I was actually, I was really mad. I was watching this uh, nature thing earlier just to bring it. Like, you can't be mad at nature, bro. No, no, no. Like, I was mad at the comments. Because like the, there was a person filming it, um, and the I forget what it was, but it was like obviously a predator was eating uh, a smaller thing, and oh I got it, it was a like just a little turtle, little baby turtle going down the 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 beach. Never seen this before. Fucking whole ass crab walks right up, looks right at it, picks it up and walks off. I was like, damn, I didn't know fucking crabs eat turtles. Get in there, bro. But then the comments were like, "How the fuck dare you not save that turtle?" I was like, "What do you mean save the t- nature?" I was like, "Do the crab earn that turtle?" Like crab was like, "Hey, look, a turtle. I'm I have to eat." Yeah, I'm taking this, bro. I was livid. So I'm a big fan of sharks, which okay. makes it a little bit biased. But this is nature, by the way. Okay. I I was watching this thing, and these people on a boat were filming sharks, mm-hmm. and then they saw a shark that was getting a seal. 
the seal was doing its best to get away, and the shark just kept coming back trying to get it, and the seal, they were out in the ocean, so the seal had no chance. It was going to lose. Yeah. The shark gets a nice little bite on it. The seal's still trying to get away, and the shark goes down a little bit, knowing I'm just going to take it down after it tuckers itself out. The people then, when they see that moment, they launch their boat in, they pick up the seal, get it on, on the boat, and then they bring it to shore and let it live. And I was like, I was fucking furious, bro. <laughs> furious. I was like, how dare you get in the middle of that? Yeah. Like, that is just part of nature. You shouldn't be jumping in and saving an animal from another animal when the other animal is surviving by eating that animal. It's part of the food chain. Yeah. That happens every day, day in, day out. You can't just meddle in that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're like, oh, but the one thing's cute and it should be saved. Dude, what? That shark's not farming seals. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay? It's not the same as us. Yeah. It is a problem to go in and stop an animal from eating another animal. That is a problem. Yeah. You should not be doing it. Yeah, you should be, not even, be saving it. Especially the fact of like he'd gone through so much of that hunt. He's exerted so much energy to get that seal. That was that's now almost a necessity for him. He needs that seal. And that fact they're just like, oh, we're gonna take it. He's like, fuck, dude. Now I gotta do double as hard to get that next seal. Hope to Christ. The other ones are like a straggler. Yeah, dude. I kinda wish that one of the people I was trying to save the seal fell overboard. Dude, that would have been the worst. Like, guys, we're saving the seal. Tom? And then just look back, just blood. There's like, oh, they yeah. look at the seal like, maybe we shouldn't have intervened. Yeah. And the seal's like, fuck you guys. I'm Tom now. Yeah, the seal starts biting the people too. Yeah. <laughs> just like, guys, stay out of it. Yeah. I understand if an animal gets stuck in a canal. Yeah. Save it. Yeah. If an if an animal, if something is happening and that shouldn't, uh, if a dog falls into a fast flowing river and it's going to be a problem, mm -hmm. save it. Yeah. If an animal is getting eaten, eaten by another animal, mm -hmm. they're both in nature. Do not save the animal being hunted. Yeah, that be, I, I would save my dog. If it was my animal. It's your dog. That's, a yeah. that's what I'm saying, in nature. Oh, yeah, in nature for sure. If it's yeah, just yeah. this natural thing. Yep. Dogs, yep. Aren't in the food, dogs aren't in the food chain in that yeah. kind of way. Yeah. So and it's they like, also, it's a very unfair advantage. Like, that's, they're not, yeah, like you said, like, they're not in nature. They, they A very unfair situation for the dog in that way. It's not... It's not. It doesn't know it's being hunted. Like a in bunch that of way. coyotes next to your your Dotson. <laughs> Save your wiener dog. Yeah, dude. It's a very different story. If you see if you see a bear about to demolish uh, a a squirrel. Yeah. Damn. Don't save the squirrel. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Let that bear have that. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you want to get into the Tage's topics? I sure do. The tits. 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 I uh, I definitely this is one of those situations where I wrote this and then then the show was not about my question, but I do I do want to talk about this topic. So uh, pervy, there's gonna be no part of our discussion no. after the show has anything to do with the show. Yep. So here we go. Pervy oh, no. is a character type that we see a lot in anime, and many feel that it's something to just knock off or ignore. Uh, but as I grew older, I, I'm actually beginning to understand the character type. And if done correctly, I think it's relatable and fun. Example, Jiraiya. I thought you were going with Master Roshi. I was going to go Roshi, but there's a reason. I wanna, I, I Master Roshi is way yeah. more gross than Jiraiya, I think. I think because uh, the, there's a, a part at the end of the question, but this one's actually, I wanted to go into the example before I say the end of the question. Um, was the, uh, well, I guess 
Yeah. So and when I gave the example Jiraiya, why I chose Jiraiya was because um, Roshi is very perverted, but the, the I think that's he is two different characters. They added that he's a kung fu master, like you know he taught Takoku and Krillin, but he also is just a perv. That's just two things. He's also the the strongest human on earth. Yeah. For a absolutely, he's the greatest fighter on earth. Crushes the Z fighters. But uh, the I was I meant Jiraiya because so uh, one thing I remember uh, you know he's surrounded he uh, when I was younger I watched Naruto uh, before Shippuden was you know he's surrounded by women you know what I'm saying he was always he's always so excited to be with ladies and stuff and then uh, I I, I kind of I was like I was like oh dude that's so like what do you do like I I remember there was a big thing of um he said like just being in the women's company. And I always, when I was younger, I was like, dude, what do you mean just being near ladies? What are you not trying to date them? Why are you near them? What are you doing? So it didn't make sense to me. Like, why are you surrounding yourself with women? I don't get it. And then it, when I grew up, I kind of realized like, oh, just being around the opposite sex or the being around people that you find attractive kind of fills you with like a bit of, I guess, to use the term from Terry Hoyt's, peacocking it. It like it feels nice to kind of feel like you're at your best. You got to be your best for around the people that you find uh, sexually attractive. <laughs> I never should have said his full name on podcast. Yes, dude. Now I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely gave me that ammo. <laughs> but so I I kind of understood the. I was like, oh, it, I get, it is kind of nice, like being around you know uh, people that you find attractive. It, it kind of just feels you know I'm 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 with someone I'm engaged to, but you know just being around people that that you find attractive or anything like that. There's no interest of like cheating or anything like that, but it it has this element of I know you're giving me the face, but it has this element of like you know be the best. Don't you know like straighten up. You know what I mean? Like straighten up, feel your best, look your best, and it feels nice. Uh, and so as I kind of grow older, I was like, it is nice. It is, is kind of like a nice little element. And then it's not pervy. Though. No, no, no. But so there was that element to Jiraiya that was pervy. And so and whenever they had it, I remember seeing uh, seeing it and then hearing people hate the pervy element. They're like, oh, God, it's so fucking annoying. But I'm then looking at his passing and how he he was so much more than just a pervy character in but anime. Would you not say that that's why people think that it's annoying? What, how so? What do you mean? Because he's so much. Mm-hmm. He means so much more. Mm-hmm. So why are they fucking him over by having him be pervy? But why can't he also be pervy? He could be. He a- can totally be pervy. Yeah. But I don't see why it should be looked at as bad for people to hate that side of him. Because I'm one of those people. I know. That's why I really brought it up. Because I, I knew this is something that a topic that you, 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 I know the, um, the opinion you have of these characters. And I, it's never bothered me. I mean, like, to an extent, that's why I said I specifically put if done correctly. I think there's a lot of perfect characters that I'm like, all right, this, this is tiring. This is exhausting. Like, I hate, you know, um, I was looking up uh, examples, and there's a lot of, apparently there's a lot in Seven Deadly Sins. That's a thing. That show's terrible. Yeah, so. But anyway, yeah, the, um, I, I, <laughs> Dude, I know. So many people <laughs> yeah. are, like, that's a hot take that yeah. I just had, that I just, that I just slid in. And I just agreed with. Yeah. You and I both just trash. And then moved on. People are going to get mad about it. Give it to us. Give us Dude, I'm completely fine. I've only watched one episode. And people are going to be like, you can't make a judgment off one episode. He shoved his hand down her pants. Just recently after sniffing her underwear while she was asleep, dog. I'm not going to keep watching that show. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And I don't have to watch the entire show to tell you that I think that show sucks based off what I saw. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but uh, no, I, I, think, I, I think it was almost fun of uh, seeing like 
Jirai had two sides to him where it was he was this very serious thing and you almost like you you uh, you enjoyed hating the pervy side to him. It was always like, oh God, Jiraiya and his perviness. Ah, oh, it was so flustering. But then when he was gone, it was like you miss. You're like, I would do anything to get that back. You're like, I'll, I'll take, I'll take whatever I can back of Jiraiya, and I miss all of them. And it was almost like this rear view mirror effect that I'm like, hmm. I guess where I'm coming from on what I said earlier is that I don't see a problem with people not liking it. Okay. When people say, why do they have to do pervy to him? Mm-hmm. I don't think that you should be like, you You can't think that way. Okay. Um, I hope I didn't mean, I, like, I didn't mean to come off like you can't have that opinion. I was just thinking that I, I, I personally think that it's not, it's not much of a problem. I didn't mean to sound but like. But yeah, I should still think that it's, if somebody's like, I really hate that they do that. Mm-hmm. Because they can love Jiraiya for all the other things and then be like, oh, it's bullshit that they, they, they also have to put him through these situations where he's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. And if they think of it as very disgusting, then that would really fuck up a character for me too. But character flaws are necessary. Yeah. I think he had other character flaws and there's a bunch of characters who have different character flaws. That one's just so surface level of a character flaw that mm-hmm. it, I don't even think it counts as a character flaw. It's just something that they add to the show so that they can shove in that to the show yeah it's a trope more than it is a character flaw well uh i actually just i just forgot uh another good example which i think is a good use of it um fuck what's his name zanetsu Uh, from demon slayer yeah uh he is 100 percent loves the ladies but character wise something that he he'll be terrified can't go in there nez goes in there (gasps) yeah but his isn't a pervy that's true. His it's is not pervy. zero it's pervy. Just, he just loves his. Ladies. Is like gallant. His is yeah, valiant. That's true. His is that's fair. That's, that's fair. the that is the thing that makes the scared guy rush in is to save a, a lady. Yeah, because he was even he was even uh, offered by the uh, what are they, uh, uh, what are they called again? Um, the ladies of the house when they uh, when he uh, in the second season when he was walking and the ladies of the the uh, the house with the paint they were like come on in like come on over and he was like <gasps> and just kept walking because he was embarrassed mm-hmm. I'm like see yeah you're right a pervy character would have gone right in he didn't and yeah, he moved forward he's not pervy yeah he's gal. okay I think that's different alright but I don't have a problem with there being pervy stuff mm-hmm. I don't think that I guess it's a fence-sitting thing once again. I have okay. a lot of fence-sitting ideas, but I don't think that anyone should fault someone who thinks, I wish that he didn't have the pervy stuff because I like everything else about him. Mm. And then again, someone else shouldn't be like, they should never make him pervy because he has all this other stuff. Like, mm. Allow people to have their own views on, this, on the, the thing. That's what the character ends up being. Yeah. That's who the character is. Yeah. You can have qualms with it, and you can say, I wish it wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. It's completely fine for you to have an opinion of, I wish it wasn't that way. Yeah. Um, that, that actually answers the question, because I was, uh, it was like, do you think a character, uh, do you think the character type pervy uh, should be pushed away from him, uh, pushed away from in anime? And so you just kind of said like. No, like, I think I've said this a, f- a few times. I think okay. it's probably ad nauseum, and I'm probably going to say it many more times to come. Yeah. But. People are making that show. Yeah. If they decide that's what the character is, that's what the character is. Yeah. I do not care. Full stop. If the character sucks, whatever. If it's great, cool. But if someone was the one who wrote and created the show, and that's what they made the character as, 
They wrote, created, directed, animated everything. We just watched it. Mm-hmm. So my me saying, oh, that character sucks. I hated that character. I didn't make it. I didn't spend a two years of my life making that character. Yeah. So my opinion ultimately is trash compared to someone who actually was in the dirt making it. Mm. So if that's what a character is, we can have we can have discussions on what it's like, oh, I don't like that they went that direction with that character. Those well, discussions I are fine, but that, that say... is who the character is. I, I do not think that someone should be able to hold sway over what a character is that someone else made. I don't know. I feel like there's a bit of a middle ground there. I feel like, because uh, it didn't, um, Akira Toriyama said that he was, there's a couple of characters that he wasn't, he made to be this way. It was going to do this. Like this was the purpose of the character purpose. And they, the fan reaction or the fan love that they wanted more, they wanted more stuff and they, they wanted more from it, from the character that he changed the character in the writing of like, all right, I'm bringing it back, but they're going to have this element. Yeah. To it. And he decided to change it because I mean, because people were, people were yeah, people were he gave decided their, to change opinion. it. Yeah. If they, that's what I'm, everything is ultimately their choice. Yeah. If they decide they will change it because of something that's still them deciding. Yeah. If somebody's complaining about something and the writer's like, this is the character I'm making though. Yeah. Somebody's like, no. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone who's watching and everyone who's commenting on mm-hmm. can fuck off. Yeah. Because we also don't know the ultimate goal of the story. That's true. If the if the person is writing something that they know is going to be five volumes or they know is going to be X amount of seasons and you complain about a character in first season, you have no idea what the arc is for the next few years. Yeah. Bullshit. I, I guess it, that it is not up to the audience if the creator wants to then change things because of what they're seeing in the audience. Mm-hmm. Sure, but that's still their decision. Yeah, I yeah yeah I think you're you. I guess what I wasn't looking at, what you touched on there, is like the uh, I guess like level of there's a difference between. Um, Talking about the character, possibly uh, enjoying parts of a character that you can express to the creator, and then, like you were saying, having this idea that your opinion should be something that the writer should take into consideration. Imagine season one of My Hero Academia and our viewpoint on Bakugo. Yeah. If they changed it based on what we and other people I know who I spoke to about Bakugo Mm -hmm. all thought about him. And they changed it because we complained about him screaming so much. And we complained about him not having a full-fledged, fleshed-out character. And we complained about him just being one-note angry. Mm-hmm. Then he wouldn't have grown into the season three Bakugo and then ultimately into the current season Bakugo. Yeah. He wouldn't have. No, I don't think so. And it would have been because they capitulated to people screaming about it online. That's true. So, so there, there was an arc that was on its way. Yeah, that Do you people think, didn't see yet. Yeah, so it, it was probably something that the creator was like, "That's there's there's a reason why I'm making him this way." So well, that, yeah, looking back, yeah. that was fostered entirely in the the flashback of when he was a kid. Yeah, and if you go back and watch it, you see that those things were there. Yeah, so that was part of it. It just hadn't been brought to the surface yet because that wasn't what those first two seasons were about. Yeah. They were about a different character. We needed to understand this character first so that we could branch out to the others. Mm-hmm. Um, you could say the same thing about Shoto in the beginning. Yep. And the, the, the journey that he had to go on. That they just stopped doing. Yes. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that when it comes down to it, when when rubber meets the road. <laughs> I like that. All right. 
people, we can complain, we can talk about it, we can comment on these things. Someone is actually making that character, though. Someone is actually writing that story. That is what they wrote, and it must be accepted that way, that that is it. I can say I don't like it, but I do not want to say you need to change it because I don't like it, because who the fuck am I? There's also someone else, like this is kind of between us. I'm not a big fan of the pervy. I understand it as a character flaw. I understand it as not a character flaw to mm-hmm. some people. I would like there to not be as much pervy. Mm. If they listen to me, now you don't have it. That's true. If they listen to you, now there's too much for me. Yeah. So it shouldn't, we shouldn't hold them to account for what we think. Yeah. We should allow them to make what they want. And then those who like it will, those who don't, don't. I like that. Simple. Yeah, that was that was a very beautiful sitting on the fence right there. I like that. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Where, like everything doesn't have to be good to me. Yeah. Every or even s- every part of a show. You can like so much of the show, but you're just not a huge fan of the pervy part. Yeah. You don't same, have to love it. Same thing with people. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. I can have really great close friends. Mm-hmm. And I do not have to agree with how they deport themselves in every facet of every day of their lives. No. And they can still be a close friend of mine. Yep. Across the board, you don't have to like 100% of everything about a person, about a show, about a movie, about an apartment complex, about anything. Yeah. Just like what you like, and then whatever lives up to those values Mm -hmm. the most, you will eventually like more. Yeah. And if you keep an open mind, you might start to like the stuff that you think you don't like a little bit more as you watch it. Yeah, like I, I, I'd probably say the busi- the biggest example of that one is our our extremely different opinions on Game of Thrones. Is that yeah, you I... you firmly hate the show, but you also watched the entire show and gave the respect to watching the entire thing so that you could tell people why you could back your opinions up uh and listening to it when you talk about stuff you know i i still love game of thrones i liked the experience everything except the last season and but you even pointed out things that i was like you're right listening to your side allowed me to see a different side of daenerys like that from the beginning she was taught to that victories were only achieved through violence feeding dragons people and like there was this entire thing of like things that I didn't see. Yeah, that's not how I saw it right away. But listening to your viewpoint, taking it in, and not being like, "Well, if, get out of here. I don't agree with you." So I don't want to listen. I listen to you, and I, I now enjoy the fact that I see Daenerys differently. Doesn't mean I don't like the show, but I look at it going, "That's, that's re- that's a whole other side of the lens I wasn't looking at." Well, and you could say that that's good writing. Yeah, because one, so many people. Or like, no, Justin, she's been good the whole time. Yeah. And people complain about that in season eight. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a such a shift for the character that would never happen. Yeah. And I, being the person who doesn't like Game of Thrones, I have to fight those people. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, oh, the writing in season eight was so bad, what they did to her. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, they've been hinting at this the whole time. Yeah. So I, I end up I end up defending the writing of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's weird because I really don't like the show. And then people who hate season eight, which season eight's not, I I don't like the show. I also don't like season eight. Yeah. But when people make a complaint about that, I then have to defend the writing of season eight of a show that I, <laughs> uh, I have to defend the writing of the worst season of a show that I don't like to people because I'm like, no, they've been, they've been showing you this the, yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I just think that I, I just, I like that we can discuss and if we have complaints about something, we can voice those complaints and we can explain why we don't like parts of a show, uh, why this show we don't like and this show we do like, all that stuff. But I do think when it comes down to something like a television show, a book, a movie, anything like that, it is art. Some people really love stuff that other people really hate. Yeah. And if I made them change the thing, even if a small group of people liked it and they changed it to what I like, now those people have nothing. Yeah. They don't even have the small thing that they liked to begin with. Um, Yeah. So it's all very subjective. Agreed. I think you answered that one with a plum. I just sat on a fence like always. <laughs> Sometimes that's just what you got to do. Are you going to get into the JTs? Yeah, I'm going to get into the Johto's. Let's do it. I, I want to learn. I, I have to learn the uh, the Johto theme, and I just I want to like hum it every time you do this. Okay. <laughs> Don't hum it me, too though, well. I, yeah. 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 Then we'll get. Fuck. I have to be bad at it. Yeah. Have to be. Yeah. It's not that you're. It's not that you are. It's that no. you're choosing to yeah, be bad at it. I have to choose to, or else it'd be perfect. Yeah, it'd be stunning. <laughs> Tage's voice can sound like any instrument he wants. Yeah. Even an, a fucking SD. Yeah, they're like, you want a xylophone? <laughs> he crushes it. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. All right, when a skeleton is introduced as a character, there always has to be like one of two things. Complete suspension of disbelief. Or... Uh, uh, it's like complete suspension of disbelief because it's it's a skeleton like we saw it eating and drinking yeah doesn't make sense or a part of the story has to express that like Pirates of the Caribbean yeah with the Black Pearl okay they are cursed in a way that they eat but food doesn't satisfy them if they're in the light of the moon the, the liquid just falls through them because they don't have a full form. Um, but because they're skeletons, there's always like a gray area, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always like, fuck it. <laughs> we put a skeleton in, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, like saying they're alive because magic. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I knew this one. I didn't uh, think it was going to come back to haunt me in the same episode. Yeah, no, oh, I told you God. it was going to come back around. No. I told you it was going to come back around to haunt you. Fuck. And I was just wondering if if you have a preference between the two of just having – and it seemed like while we were watching this, it seemed like you don't have a preference toward just complete suspension of disbelief because when he was eating and drinking, you were commenting, yeah. and it was – Okay, so he can just drink. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So are you more geared towards... Because as you know, I am always in the camp of the story... Explaining. Expressing it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big info dump of, okay, so skeletons in our world work like this and this and this and this and this and this. (laughs) Yeah. They kind of touched on it for a second where he said, when I rolled in the game the story that it had was I was a knight that then was cursed and I'm going on a journey to uh, break the curse. I did like that element. But like I was talking about pirates earlier, pirates explained the curse Mm -hmm. in a, in a very concise and easy, easily digestible way. 
mm-hmm. so that you understand how the curse is working on the Black Pearl and on all the people on the people on the ship. This had really no explanation besides, I was playing a game. I chose the skeleton character, which can be an explanation, I guess. Yep. And I just eat, drink, everything's fine. I can taste it. My stomach rumbles, though I have none. Things like that. Yeah. So do you have a do you have a preference more on it or? What's funny is uh, I think I think I I would prefer that I have a, a ability to disbelieve, like I that I'll just accept it for the for whatever they give me. But yeah, I think you're right. I was commenting, and it wasn't something that I thought about. But I, right when he took a bite of the food and started drinking, my head went immediately. Oh, you're not going to explain it. You're just going to okay. So, well, there's still a suspension of disbelief, like with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, there's got to be to an extent. Yeah, your belief is being suspended that there is a curse that keeps these people alive, and in the moonlight they are skeletons, yeah. and they're looking for Aztec gold to then get the blood of the last person yeah. to put the. Co- that is still a suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, with skeletons. If you're not explaining it, it has to be a huge leap yeah. in suspension. Yeah. If it's just they can eat and taste and all of the organs. Because there was one line that he said very early on that I was excited about. He said uh, he was in the armor. He stood up. He's like, the, the armor is very heavy. Or uh, the, oh, the armor looks very heavy, but I don't feel that it's heavy. I also can't feel how hot it is. And I was like, hell yeah. He's a skeleton, so he doesn't have the sensory receptors to understand how hot it is. Yeah. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't act on him. Yeah. Which became confusing. Mm -hmm. Because that line really made me think that the skeleton is a thing. He can't feel it. He can't feel the heat because he's a skeleton. Yeah. But then his organs are doing things. Mm. His organs are making the noise of hunger. His tongue that doesn't exist is tasting food. His nose is smelling. There's all these things that are still working normally. Yeah. But they did comment on him not being able to feel heat. So Mm. that confused me a little bit. Um, I mean, I say confused. I completely... I, I. I conceptually understand it. Yeah, I did, yeah. But it, it is sending very mixed signals on... For sure. What type of skeleton is it? Can he feel? Can he not feel? Do some organs work? Do they not work? I don't understand. I guess that kind of just goes back to, I guess, like the overall uh, the overall thing of setting rules for the world you build and then following the rules that you... Or at least going through all of the rules that your character will have to go through. Uh, kind of like, what that's a huge thing that... I think that speaks from your experience of Lord of the Rings. Uh, and that's just kind of like the, like, um, and all of the books you read about fantasy and the, the kind of stories you choose very flushed out. I think the writers that you prefer and you like have a very firm knowledge of the world that the characters are about to go through. If you were to ask questions about something, I think the the writers don't necessarily have to be like, yeah, this is the exact rules and the physics, but they would be able to be like, uh, this is how it is because they understand the world they built. Whereas this one, it's like, I feel like they had a concept. They were like, he's a skeleton. It's like, can he eat? Uh, yeah. I'm like, uh, does he feel things? No, it, uh, well, he does. Um, Skeletons wouldn't feel. Yeah, uh, like they're making it up kind of as they go. <laughs> yeah. But looking back at it, I, I was thinking of the, I've made the reference in, in here too. We play the game Divinity, uh, the second one, uh, Original Sin, where you could be a skeleton. And I remember when I played it or, you know, I was enjoying it, the, I would suddenly, I ran into a pool of acid where I suddenly, I started to heal 
And I was through the roof. I loved that. The element that you have to stick to this in the rules of this world, you don't get to drink a health potion like everyone else does. Your whole team has health potions. You don't get to have those. You'll die. It was also super cool because I can't, in Divinity, mm-hmm. I, I when I'm one character and I want another character to heal, I can't toss a health potion to them. Yeah. But I can use a, a vial of acid as a grenade and I can just pitch it on top of the skeleton. Yeah. So I can, you can always heal him from afar. Absolutely, yeah. It was great. And so I, I loved the rules they set up there. And then the fun of, like, finding things in this world that because the rules were set up, you get to play in them. Because, like, um, at one point you find that you run into gods. And so whenever they talk to you, they they bless the ground you're with. So if, you're hap- if you happen to be standing in water, you're now standing in holy water. And if you're undead, you're fucked. You're dying. I was like, that's so cool. I love that. And so I guess I am more on the side of, um, I, I think I do prefer more of an explanation in the world. Um, like if they, if I guess going back to hopefully defending myself a little bit, it's magic, bro. Um, if they had like, maybe like kind of like a little bit of like a slime, uh, thing of like using a spell to your benefit. Like he doesn't have tongue, but if he did a spell to be like, I want to simulate taste buds so that I can enjoy this food at least a little bit. I would have been like, I like that. That's nice. But instead, they were just like, the skeleton's chugging beer, chewing food. He has gurgly stomach noises, and he also can't feel heat. It's like, yeah, those are very inconsistent. So, yeah, I think I, I lean more on the side of, uh, I forget what how you phrased could, it, but yeah. Uh, they, could still, they could still have some form of explaining that the skeleton, if it is a curse, it is yeah. a visual curse. Yeah. They, yeah, they could absolutely like give it like maybe in the next episode that like maybe one of the girls is like, why are you, are you able to eat? And he'll be like, oh yeah, I am because of this. And be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then all of our conversations but, for not. Yeah. Even in this, they could have. Yeah. Because he did talk about the curse a little bit. Yep. So there, if, if there was a, it's just visual, mm-hmm. but then you would have to nix anything that's poison heals or, or using death touch heals mm-hmm. stuff like that uh, I just yeah I, w- I would like it to have some type of this is how the world works uh, just a quick blurb of how skeletons work yeah in the world because there were there were opposing things happening and it was very confusing to me yeah and I think establishing those rules would lead to not having moments where the viewer when he starts to the skeleton starts to eat doesn't go oh okay so we're just doing that now I thought yeah we were, okay. drinking beer and you're just like you don't have the skin or anything to hold yeah. the beer in it'll go right through your jaw I've I've seen pirates I know that this is trickling down your empty rib cage right now yeah but it also wasn't Oh, like it yeah. was going down into his spinal column and yeah. being drank. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. Especially after I was so quietly hyped when he said he couldn't feel the heat. Oh, damn. Like it, inside my my body. Yeah. I was excited that that's how he was going to find out he was a skeleton. Yeah. I thought those things were going to be little clues I thought they were going to keep doing that until he saw himself and be like, that's why I can't this. That's why I didn't mm. feel this. If he's perpetually hungry because he can't eat. Yeah. Then he's perpetually hungry. Yeah. And food doesn't satiate him, but it does. He does still try to do it kind yeah. of thing. I kind of expected that, to be honest. I thought it was going to be like this big thing of like finally getting the food he wants. He goes to take a bite and he can't taste and it falls out. Yeah. 
It's but. like, this is just me now. I really shouldn't have chosen this character class. <laughs> yeah. Gosh darn it. And then that becomes a little mini goal of like, I will find a way to eat. Yeah. I have to undo this curse. Yeah. yeah. I have to eat this green apple. Yeah. Got to get that Barbosa reference in there. <laughs> yeah. She just thinks, oh, you're poisoning me? <laughs> no. We want to be poisoned yet, Miss Swan. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Damn. All right, I think with that, yeah, is this a good place? I think so. I think it is. As always, we hope you guys have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye.